Are you ready to have an open and honest discussion about sex and spiritual wellness without secrets, censorship, or barriers? This is Unbuckled with your host, Christy Ann Bella. In this program, there are no topics that are off the table, from religion to health, feelings to sexuality. Get ready to hear from some incredible people. And now, here's Christy Ann Bella. Hello and welcome, everyone. I am Christiane Bella, your intimacy architect, and you are listening to Unbuckled. And we are unbuckling the fun, fabulous world of sex toys, blowjobs, and mindfulness with our wonderful guest, Linnea Marie. She is a sex educator, sex coach, and all around advocate of pleasure. Welcome, Linnea Marie. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad you could be here. So I actually found you on on Instagram. Your grid is fabulous. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you have this you. killer picture of you in a bathtub, like just covered in <laughs> dildos and condoms. And I was like, this is genius. And I just loved it. And I was like, I have to follow you. <laughs> oh, yes. That was definitely a fun shoot. There were two full suitcases full of condoms, lube, <laughs> toys, dildos, all of that to make all that happen. I was wondering, I was like, I wonder if you guys like kind of padded some of the tub or like it was really. There was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, man, that would be a lot of. <laughs> the majority, there's like maybe a pillow under my legs right. and on the, like a deep down on the sides. But for mm-hmm. most of it, like I said, it was, there's, yes, it was just piled on condoms and lube and yeah, all the good stuff. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's so fun. Um, so you began with pleasure parties. That was kind of your foray into the world of pleasure. And so for those who don't know, what is a pleasure party? So, okay. So let's go back a little bit further than that. So in college, um, I took a human sexuality course. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I heard the word clit and orgasm. And I was like, wait a minute, why am I in college just learning about this? I've been having sex. I've never even learned about my clit. I've never had an orgasm. So wait a minute. So I'm like, okay, so that really is what, you know, I wanted to be immersed in this. Yeah. And in the exact same time period, I went to a pleasure product party. Mm. So I bought my first vibrator. Oh, and you know, it's like Pandora's box open from there. Right. So it took a while for me to like figure my, my body out, myself out, but I didn't give up and I had my first orgasm. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what it feels like. This is what it is. I got to tell people, you know, I got to be that friend. I was that friend. Everybody came and asked me, you know, sex questions and all relationship questions, but this like fueled me even more. Mm -hmm. So then, yeah, I started with an online website, um, selling products. Now, granted that was. 10 years ago. So I didn't know half as much or anything that I know now. Um, but yeah, in home doing parties and, uh, you know, I like the small intimate home parties. Uh, you get to, you know, talk to people on a real level. Um, it's not too overwhelming. There's not usually too many people there. We can, you know, a lot of great questions and Mm -hmm. learning happens. Mm -hmm. So was it, equally disheartening and empowering to, like you said, be in college and be like, yeah, why, why did I not know what my clitoris was? Yes. Yes. It was 100%. Like I said, I've been having sex, um, multiple partners at that point. And I'm like, okay, so, you know, like I was seriously missing 
mm-hmm. something that a, a huge key component to sex. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. So it was like, it was like a bittersweet moment. Like, oh my gosh, this is what it feels like. It's absolutely amazing. Wait a minute. You know what I mean? Like, right. I felt like I was like out. Yeah. So did your, was your sex, ed- did you even have any sex education or was it like on a, the conservative end? So I grew up in a really conservative household. That's for one. Their uh, sex ed lesson to me was an anatomy book mm-hmm. and handed to me. So that's where I learned about sex. And then um, in high school, we did have like, I think our parents had to sign off on it, but it was that typical, they separated the boys and the girls. Mm-hmm. And it was just about like periods and mm-hmm. STIs. And it was nothing about uh, pleasure and emotions right. and relationships. Yeah. And that's something that I think us as adults, us as humans really, really need. I mean, mm-hmm. we learn about so many different things. But why not those emotional connections, that relationship, how to navigate all that? Um, So, yeah, sex ed for me was really, really lacking. So then, like I said, I I took that um, human sexuality course in college and learned a lot there. And then from then on, it was like I wanted books and I wanted seminars Mm -hmm. and I wanted to, you know, surround myself and network with people in the industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you've gone to a school for sexologists. Yeah. Uh, The Dr. Rachel Institute. Mm hmm. That's amazing. I, I love knowing that there's things like that out there that just like that fills me with hope for the future. <laughs> yes, it really does. And I mean, I've said this before, but I, I think we are at a great time in history. Mm-hmm. Like there's never been this many, I mean, to our knowledge, right. you know, this many pleasure products and this yeah. many podcasts and educators and therapists mm-hmm. and, you know, conventions that we can go to, to broaden our knowledge um on this topic it's so so needed we see headlines and stories and just everything every day and it's just like sex ed would have helped that Mm -hmm. absolutely I love that you bring that up because I think you know there's this idea that your sex life is limited to the bedroom and that I feel like you know with the, the idea of mindfulness it's like no your sex life spills out into every other aspect of your life. And if that part is out of order, it is going to affect your anger, your depression, your your health in so many ways, your ability to communicate, to connect, have any kind of relationship. It, it all stems from this ability to accept this part of yourself that, that you are a sexual being, even if you choose that your path is asexual or, you know, or a, across the spectrum of what sexual means to you. But it's it's just this ability to acknowledge that aspect of yourself and and so yeah you know where do you where do you feel like if only we knew you know where where do you see the biggest change like sex ed making a big change like really comprehensive pleasure-based sex positive education would would help shift something in our society I think it would shift relationships as a whole like you said, um, sex spills out into our life, into our, you know, relationships and our everyday life. Mm-hmm. And if we knew how to navigate it and talk about it more, I think more people would be fulfilled. I think people would um, be happier. I mean, I have a slogan, make America orgasm again. I feel like America, you know, if people would, and you know, have more pleasure and orgasm mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Um, it would be a, a you know much happier or a relaxed place, if you will. I don't know if I'm just off in this you know la la world that 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 would all be wonderful, but 
I mean, I think sometimes people are really, really uptight Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, the education and knowledge can really help uh, release some of that. Yeah, absolutely. Because information is empowering, you know, like even in your experience, like that's a very empowering thing just to know, even if you didn't go get your vibrator, you know, it's just this awareness, but then you, you did, you had that information and it empowered you to take charge of your body, of your pleasure. Um, and, you know, I think that's such an important thing, our ability to have this autonomy over ourselves and what brings us joy and whatever that looks like for you. Yes. One of my, um, so one of the workshops I do is pushy pussies and pleasure workshop. Mm -hmm. And my number, I walk around with like a clit. I have a 3d printed, uh, clit and I walk around and I ask people, you know, do you know what this is? You know, most of them, most people don't know what that is. They don't know what that's what their clit looks like. So Mm -hmm. then that, you know, the, all those aha moments come in. We're like, Oh, okay. We could do this. And you know, it's bigger than just the tip and it's more, you know, complex and it's, you know, it's just this wonderful organ that's so, you know, solely based, you know, given to us for pleasure. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I only in the last, I don't know, I want to say like six years or so knew that it was more than just the, the, uh, bulb, upper bulb. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't know my clit had legs or, or like a lower bulbous, area that like connected down to the outer labia and it made so much sense to me then because I was like oh that's why when this happens this like poundy slappy motion hits that that part or like oh that's why I like my inner labia stroked it's like oh because it's all connected and I was just going for like push the button (laughs) um yeah yeah so that was a game changer right and that's the thing most people either you know ignore the clit altogether because they've never heard of it they don't know what it is they've seen you know, porn or watch some type of movie that, you know, usually when people say sex, it's just this, you know, intercourse, right. nothing else. Right. So they're either missing the clit mm-hmm. or they're just, you know, focusing on that. What is the tip of the iceberg, if you will, right. um, the external part. And there's so much more to it that, you you know, to be fully aroused and engorged, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it could be a really, really uh, pleasurable experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's so important to just again, back to like basic anatomy, you know, like if, if, you know, this basic anatomy class, um, would benefit just to have that, that information to understand your body, to know when, you know, cause I remember like as a young kid walking sometimes and being like, why am I like feeling all tingly? And it's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, because I was like rubbing the legs of my clit together (laughs) in this rhythmic motion. That was like, you know, but I had no idea. I just thought I was like, I should walk with my legs further apart because like (laughs) this feels naughty and like I, I shouldn't be doing it. Um, so with, with awareness of, of your pleasure, something that you mentioned in your, um, in your site or your, pre-interview form. I don't know what I, what to call these things. <laughs> but you talked about um, the idea of pleasure rather than just orgasm, right? So taking yeah. the focus off like this goal orientated orgasm. And, and like you mentioned before, this idea of, you know, sex just being like penis and vagina uh, penetration. And then to actually come back to what it is to just have a pleasurable experience. Mm-hmm. How did that start for you? Cause you know, obviously you were like, Oh my God, I'm just discovering orgasm. It had to have a moment where you were like, we're doing this all the time. Like, why would we have sex without? This? Right. Right. Well, you know, sometimes I, I do think it's really important for people to take 
uh, that pressure sometimes it can be too overwhelming yeah. of pressure to orgasm mm-hmm. where it will totally derail the whole situation. Um, and it will make it almost impossible for that person to orgasm. Mm-hmm. So if we kind of take the pressure off of that and just make it more about, you know, pleasure and enjoying the moment, um, because I definitely have a, you know, fulfilling sex life, uh, with my partner, whether or not I come or not, because I really thoroughly enjoy the experience. Uh, one of my favorite things is like, um, when they come, you know, feeling the pulsation of the penis yeah. and stuff. And I really pay attention to that. And that really can actually get me going. Right. <laughs> so, um, just being, you know, mindful of what's really going on and, uh, mindful is something that also changed my entire sex life. Mm. Um, you know, it's so easy with the complexities of life that we have going on from, you know, school, work, children, you know, chores. I mean, you name it, the list is there, the economy. I mean, you just literally, you can think about anything, right? But being mindful and in the moment and actually like focusing on um, the different sensations that are happening. Um, you know, I found different sensations that I never felt before and different areas of pleasure that I never knew were there all because I'm like trying to be actually in the moment Mm. and enjoying my partner. That is so important because your brain is your biggest erogenous zone. And so if you're in your head, yeah, worrying about the, the kids, the to-do list, the, you know, (laughs) then yeah, you're, you're missing the, the essence of like that connectivity to just lose yourself in your senses. If your brain is too on the sensory system is not just like experiencing rather than, yeah, analyzing. And, and, uh, and so I love that the, you know, the, pleasure comes from being, yeah, just able to, to savor like these little things, these nuances of, yeah, that like pulsing, you know, that happens yeah. the way, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's such a wonderland. I think when you go into it with like a certain innocence and curiosity, um, that I think for me came a lot with taking penetration out of the equation for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God. So yeah, what do we do if we're not just like getting to this checkbox, you know, lick, clit, check, penetration, check. And it really becomes about how do we explore what pleasure means right now? Because, you know, I'm sure you experience this, but it changes day by day, like mood by mood, where I am in my cycle, like what turns me on and, and, you know, the, the erotic adjusts. Totally. It totally does. It changed, you know, with the environmental factors, with you know, like I said, you know, just even how your partner responds to you that day. Mm-hmm. If there's really some flirty words going on, it can get you more excited than, you know, on a, a day when there's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think giving yourself that permission to mm-hmm. enjoy and explore that pleasure and have mm-hmm. that pleasure is really important. Sometimes I'll be like, okay, you know what, Linnea, you know, you've had a busy day, 20 minutes, and you're going to enjoy this and not think about anything else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whether I orgasm or not, I give myself a time, you know, to really just focus on what's going on in the moment. Yeah. So even in your masturbation practice, you're, you're Mm -hmm. not goal orientated. You really just like drop in to be with yourself. Right. I definitely will say there's definitely, I think we have our go-to toys and then there's some toys that are like, okay, we want to slow down the process a little bit. Because I will tell you if I'm like, okay, I want to, you know, have a few orgasms. I know the toy to go to and I know, you know, the angles and everything, how to work it Mm -hmm. to get there quick, multiple, all of that. 
Um, but yeah, so I definitely just give my time, my, myself time, um, just to enjoy myself and my body. I mean, we we're here, you know, for a short amount of time. Um, and just to experience that pleasure, is, I think is important. Mm-hmm. So what are some of your favorite toys? Do you have, uh, so, um, I love the air pulsation technology. Okay. My absolute favorite go-to is the Satisfier Pro 2. And it has a handle and a long, uh, a longer head. Mm-hmm. I'm a bigger woman. So um, having that handle really helps reach. Mm-hmm. And then having that deeper nozzle mm-hmm. also helps with anyone that has maybe like fatter pussy lips, a fatter labia, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, the satisfier pro two, um, but that air pulsation technology is, I mean, it's been around for a while. I think now it's gone mainstream with the rose, um, that was able to, uh, infiltrate social media because it didn't necessarily look like a vibrator. So I think that's how it was able to go viral like it did. But that is the same air air pulsation technology, air wave technology Mm -hmm. um, that's absolutely amazing because it surrounds your clit and it gives puffs and like poofs of air. Mm -hmm. It's it's definitely great. Yeah. Almost mimicking like a mouth type sensation. Yeah. And it's also, uh, you can put it around your nipples. Oh, no. And you can even use the air pulse air pulsation technology on a frenulum of a penis to stimulate that sensitive area too. So uh, a lot of the sex toys aren't just for one gender, one sexuality, Mm -hmm. anything. Um, Just like clits like vibration, penises like vibration. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just, you know, trial and error, finding Mm -hmm. some toys that you like. I will be the one to say you're not going to like every toy. You know what I mean? But it's still that experience and that um, you know, intimacy conversation builder. I've even tried this one. Um, it was a cock ring with my partner and was so buzzy. Yeah. It ended up tickling him to the right. point where like, now I'm like, well, Hey, you want to try this cock ring? And he's like, what kind of vibration is it? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's, um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, there is a difference between like a thuddy and like a fast kind of like, yeah. Or, or something that is like, yeah, almost too tickly to, uh, yeah. So there's um, two different kinds of vibration. There's the buzzy, which is more superficial. That kind of can be that tickly feeling. And then there's rumbly, which is the deeper sensation and the deeper vibrations for sure. Um, so there's a whole spectrum, you know, a whole sliding scale of uh, those um, sensations. But really the two, you know, main types are the buzzy and rumbly ones. Mm-hmm. So you, um, like you said, there, you know, it's across genders. So what is a good, you know, conversation starter? I feel like there's a couple of misconceptions, you know, that, that one, I feel like debunking the idea that, um, that you lose sensation, like you lose sensitivity by using a sex toy. Yeah, that's not true at all. Um, I think sometimes what people are talking about there is what they did is they got their body used to that sensation. Mm. Okay. So I always recommend that um, you have a few different toys and switch it up, whether it be positions, right hand, left hand, and different um, t- and different toys, because you're you're teaching your body different ways to experience pleasure and different ways to orgasm. So sometimes if you're, you know, I've, I've you know talked to um, 
some women are like, oh, I have my vibrator on the highest setting and I feel like it's not as strong and it's not working anymore. I'm like, you just, you've, you've built in your, you know, mm-hmm. uh, threshold up to that level. And that's where you are right now. If you take a break, switch it up, use something different, mm-hmm. even a different position, like I said, um, that can help adjust that, um, you know, but no, you do not, you know, lose sensation or anything like that. I mean. Yeah. And so uh, then this idea that it's a, com- a competitive thing, that it's like, oh, I'm I'm failing somehow to get you to the orgasm wonderland. And so you need to bring in this ringer of a toy. And it's like, wh- how do you start that conversation to be like, okay, no, like no one's competing with the toy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is so common. I, I want to, I, I really am curious on where that really even stemmed from. Because nothing ever will take or be able to replace a human connection, a human yeah. touch, the human, you know, energies, nothing. And we literally add to all just different aspects of our life. We drive cars now. We have mm-hmm. cell phones. We have computers. We have, you know, 65-inch TVs. We have all this stuff. And it's like, oh, no, sex should just be this, nothing else. And, like, it doesn't make sense. We we just add and just... um you know, try to enhance our life mm-hmm. in so many aspects. And I think sex should be that way too. You don't always have to use a sex toy during, you know, sex. Um, but it can definitely add some spice, you know, mm-hmm. like teach yourself new sensations, teach yourself different ways to orgasm. And it's, I don't like the, the you know, the idea of, you know, someone's lacking. That's mm-hmm. not it at all. We have so much uh, unlearning and relearning to do when it comes to sex and what sex is and how and who told us what even a relationship is supposed to be, um, that you kind of can get wrapped up in what someone else's version of something is when, you know, you're, you know, by doing that, you're missing out on all these life, um, adventures and experiences. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's so true. You know, the, the curiosity, you know, I think that's such an important thing that I think we we start to drift from as we get older because we don't want to look stupid. We want to feel like we know everything. And right. it's like, no, like be willing to say like, I'm not sure. And I'm curious. I want to discover something new, something what you know, what else is possible? What are the options? Um and then, yeah, it's, you know, and, and bringing in a toy is a great way to just be like, oh, oh, I didn't know I liked that, you know, and we can try to do it manually. We can try different things. But yeah, like, hey, how about this? Like this toy made me notice that that's a little bit more sensitive or, um, you know, again, without the the goal of orgasm to just have fun seeing what pleasure strikes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the, you know, how to bring it up to a partner and how to talk to mm-hmm a partner about it seems to be uh, very common because people don't know how to bring up these conversations. Mm-hmm. I always usually tell them, bring up me, like say something I posted online right. or like a video, like, Hey, look at this. You know, yeah. um, before the pandemic and everything, I would say, go to like a sex toy store, have a look mm-hmm. around. Uh, you don't have no pressure to buy anything. No, you know, no pressure mm-hmm. to do any of that, but you, your partner, your partners, whoever can go in and it gets the wheels spinning yeah so you guys can open that conversation oh babe like that looks fun to try or oh hell no that's not going anywhere near me you right. know what I mean so that can get the wheels rolling and and the conversation started that way 
I love that. Well, we are going to get this conversation started uh, again in just a moment after the break, but I want to give everyone an opportunity to find you on all the socials. So Instagram, it's ex.x.xitemme extreme. Uh, It's uh, also on Twitter, it's exxx. I-T-E-M-E. And on Facebook, it's L-I-N-N-E-A Marie. Uh, Linnea Marie, you can find her. She also has her website um, is E-X-X-X-I-T-E-M-E. So fun. Yeah. <laughs> com. Um, there's a lot of great sex toys on there. I was saying I'm, <laughs> I'm going to make a sex toy Christmas wish list for myself. Although by the time you guys hear this in April, it'll uh, it'll be my springtime. <laughs> springtime wish list. All right. Well, we are going to take a quick break and we will be right back more unbuckling with our guest, Linnea Marie. And I am your intimacy architect, Christiane Bella. Think about how much sound you hear all the time. Noise, music, your own heartbeat. What is it made of? How does it work? How does it affect you? The universe of music takes you into the particles of life and the beat of living. It is an interactive online masterclass of music and science taught by the internationally renowned musician and scholar, Dr. Marcin Bella. Visit theuniverseofmusic.com. That's theuniverseofmusic.com. Are you tired of having the same fight over and over again? Is it hard to remember a time when you felt close to each other? Before you call it quits, do you want to do something to rebuild that spark of intimacy? Of course you do. Ignite the passion like never before with Intimacy Architecture. Text 626-310-5159 to set up your relationship consultation. Again, text 626-310-5159. You are listening to Unbuckled with Christy Ann Bella. Reach out to Christy Ann with any questions or comments at intimacyarchitect at gmail.com. That's intimacyarchitect at gmail.com. Christy Ann welcomes your emails. Now, back to the show. Hello and welcome back to Unbuckled. I'm your intimacy architect, Christy Ann Bella. And with me today is Linnea Marie, sex educator, coach, and all around fun, fantastic <laughs> lady with great uh, knowledge on sex toys and blowjobs, which will be uh, something we're going to talk about in just a moment. Um, but before we switch off from sex toys, what is, like you said, you can go into stores, you know, you might feel overwhelmed. Like, how do you kind of figure out? what do, what do I like? Like, what's a good way to start figuring out like, okay, I want something that maybe isn't a little more sucky or this air thing versus this vibe. Like where is a good starting place to sort out? Everyone is different. I will 100% say that. Um, and of course, you know, people know their bodies better than I do, but I definitely recommend, um, you know, having a multi-purpose vibrator because you can use that, uh, vibrator, solo play, partner play during penetration, and you brought up blowjobs, you can even incorporate in that into a blowjob. Mm-hmm. So having, uh, you know, a trusty bullet vibrator. And then again, like we talked about the air pulsation vibes. Um, those are absolutely amazing. So um, there's a lot of them have 
kind of either a faster pulsation, you know, pulsing, puffing. Yeah. Um, but there's different levels that you can choose on uh, different toys. But the models are different. So the handles, the shapes, stuff like that. Um, but definitely those two. So the air pulsation and a vibrator. And for anyone with a penis, a stroker. Mm-hmm. It's, de- you know, um, or um, it's definitely a good way to practice, you know, um, stamina and, and just for plain enjoyment for masturbation purposes. Um, so I definitely recommend everyone have a, you know, a, a penis sleeve or a masturbator. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I've never thought to bring one of those in. Um, my husband's a fan of, uh, vibrating anal beads. Oh yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we've, we've brought in toys for his pleasure. Um, but yeah, a sleeve. That's a good idea. And um, some of the sleeves are uh, close-ended mm. and some of the sleeves are open-ended. So um, say a, a partner's more well-endowed or real girthy, these sleeves you can actually put around the shaft of the penis and stroke the penis while, you know, you just focus on the tip with your mouth. So sleeves mm-hmm. are definitely fun um, and can come in handy for, you know, multiple different um, sexual activities. But um, I definitely encourage, you know, penis owners to use, you know, this, the masturbation sleeves mm-hmm. and enjoy themselves. Because a lot of times we see on the Internet, everyone's just talking about vibrators and, mm-hmm. and you know, so sometimes I think they feel left out or yeah. where's my toy or, you know, something like that. So um, definitely a, a sleeve is fun, even for mutual masturbation. They could be mm-hmm. using the sleeve while, you know, you use whatever toy um and watching them use their sleeve, you can tell um, maybe how fast they like it, what mm-hmm. areas do they squeeze, what, you know, stuff like that. So you can actually learn your partner and how to pleasure them by watching them masturbate. Oh, yeah. I think that's such a, a great thing for, for partners to do together is is sit and, and watch and witness and just be like, okay, like, yeah, let me mm-hmm. see you, you know, melt into pleasure. Um I think it's helpful, you know, at least in my experience, even for me to be more mindful then of like, not just going like, okay, push the button, get, get, mm-hmm. the, get the cookie um, is like, okay, no, how am I taking my time to like really do this and really be with my body? Mm-hmm. And, and kind of as I'm discovering being like, oh yeah, oh, look, look at this. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I call it kitchen sex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> test kitchen sex you know like before you would go to a restaurant they they try out the meals first before you you know it's like you got to do that you got to like try things out and then be like okay we're gonna like bring this in I think it alleviates some of the pressure of uh you know if you're going in with the intention of like look we're experimenting we don't you know we don't know what's gonna work we're just figuring it out Mm -hmm. pressure's off yeah pressure's off pleasure's on love it yes yes so blowjobs <laughs> yes. um it's one of the things i remember teaching uh when, yeah when i was a teenager i was like one of the first people to do that and so then everyone was like okay what do you do <laughs> like how does this work and and i don't want it to go in my eyes <laughs> right right so um you teach a class this is one of the classes that you offer yeah, um, it's called What That Mouth Do. It's a fellatio workshop. I've taught it um, up and down the East Coast from New York to Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems to be a hit. I see a lot of uh, people just wanting to enjoy it better, yeah. kind of get out of their head um, and, and make, it le- make it less feel like a chore or something right. they have to do, which, 
you shouldn't feel like you ha- should have to do any yeah. sexual activity or anything like that. Um, so kind of just, you know, add some different techniques and some toys and mm-hmm. flavored lube. I highly recommend a good flavored lube um, because, you know, what do we put in our mouth? Things that taste good, things that we want to eat. So a good flavored lube psychologically helps trick the brain like, oh, this tastes good. I want to do it. Yeah. So um, I definitely recommend like I use Wicked uh, flavored lube and you can mix and match them. So there's um, caramel apple and you can mix that with like a cinnamon and it makes like an apple pie. Um, So there's a lot of fun, different flavors you can, um, you know, play around with. And um, it's a saliva enhancer. Mm. so you don't have to like you know sometimes you can you know that your spit dries up and you, you're like trying to get it from the back of your throat you know all that stuff <laughs> um so it, it definitely helps alleviate some of that so I definitely highly recommend a great flavored lube that is good to know I I mean obviously lubes have come a long way since I was 18 but I remember like trying one once and I was like oh god this tastes like cough syrup or something. I was like, this is awful. Um, and I never went back. And so I'm, I'm glad to know. Okay. I'll, I'll check out wicked, wicked lubes. Yes. And there's so many different flavors. They have like peach and pink lemonade and, uh, um, blueberry. It's just a lot Mm -hmm. of just fun, different. And there's no, like, they're not super strong where there's like an aftertaste or (laughs) anything like that. And, um, you know, if, if someone doesn't want that flavor aspect of it, if someone likes that natural, you know, Mm -hmm. taste, um, a good silicone lube, like yeah. Uber lube is a, um, a good thing to use as well. Yeah. Yeah. I've tried, um, ice cubes, which okay. is good to some degree, but unless you're like really sensitive to temperature play. And then I've had that happen with people where it's like the cold, then they, then the direction. And so it was like, okay, well that didn't quite work out the way I had planned. Um, Whereas other people, you know, are into temperature play and, and they find that like part of the, the stimulation, um, so yes, yeah, so that was my hack when I'm like, okay, I've like caught in mouth right now. <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing here? And I scoop. That is, um, I had an experience where I used a menthol lube, and oh. um, it was like a, a cooling sensation to the point yeah. where it, the penis, right? You know, the owner was like, eh, I don't like this. So it was, yeah, it <laughs> that definitely ruined the moment. But you know what? It it we washed it off and gave Mm -hmm. it a couple minutes and, you know, went back to, yeah. So, but trial and error, I have a story to tell. They have a story to tell, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. And that's just it, you know, is, is the willingness to like, let sex be silly and sloppy (laughs) and, you know, it's, it's going to happen that just, you know, it's not always going to work and that's fine. Um, it's, it's the willingness to keep trying. Mm -hmm. So with blowjobs, I feel like, you know, this is an important place to, to maybe understand that like what it looks like in porn is maybe not what feels good in real life. Um, you know, like I'm someone who I'm like, I don't want my eyes to water. I don't want to be like crying and gagging and like, you know, like that, you know, I want to like enjoy this, like, you know, like sit and savor it. Like I'm having a really nice dinner with a good glass of wine. (laughs) So, um, so what are some tips to, to introduce it in a way where I, I feel like, you know, the, the giver maybe feels like they have more of the, the control as opposed to um, receiving something, you know, is that making sense? Yeah. 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 So um, 
I mean, I like that you brought the porn aspect of it up because um, I, I hear that all too often. It's like, you know, I, I you know, a lot of people's first introduction to sex, sexual activity is porn. So they're seeing this head, you know, this oral sex that's like, like you said, the watering and the makeup is everywhere. The hair is everywhere. The spit is everywhere. And they're like, oh my God, like I have to do this. Like right. this is, you know, this, that, that looks like it hurts. Like my jaw, like... So it, it it gets definitely overwhelming and you don't have to do any, you know, anything like that. Mm-hmm. People fail to realize that porn is, you know, more or less a performance mm-hmm. <laughs> and that a lot of them, everyone's acting. So, um, but I definitely, um, you know, ask your partners what they like, um, talk to them and, you know, you can give an amazing blowjob if you pay attention to like their body language, their, their movements, their moans, all of that. Um, the frenulum is a very, very, um, sensitive area. It is kind of like that V underneath the head. Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of the nerve endings are. So if you pay attention to that area in the head and, you know, stroke the shaft, of course, play with the balls, you know, bring the other senses into it. Um, if you touch the thigh, um, you know, moaning, mm-hmm. um, eye contact, but you, you know, a lot of people tend to overthink it, but if you have, you know, um, the wetter, the better. So if you have a good lube, like I said, or spit and you just get that rhythm, like going up and down mm-hmm. and stimulating those sensitive areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And bringing a toy in, um, would that be like a vibrator, um, at like the perineum or like on the shaft or I guess it obviously depends for every person, but yeah. So all of the above, um, like I said about the air pulsation technology, mm-hmm. you can use that on the frenulum and then they can get that puffs of air there. Um, a vibrator as well. So on the frenulum there, or like you said, the perineum, um, the erectile tissue extends, uh, below and further, you know, than the balls. So by stimulating the uh, perineum, you can um, actually stimulate the prostate without actually having to like stick your fingers anally in. Um, So a vibrator can definitely come in handy. Um, Just like I said before, clits, you know, tend to like vibrators and so do penises. So incorporating even like a finger vibe and stroking while you're going up and down with the penis um, can add a lot of fun sensations too. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Um, I saw somebody once um, at a sex party. They put the vibrator under their chin. And yeah. I was like, "That's brilliant!" <laughs> yes, and that's a, yes. So um, you can on the on the side of your cheek, under mm-hmm. your chin, um, all that creates, and then that turns your whole mouth into a vibrator. Mm-hmm. So doing something like that, if you want more of a stationary vibrator, you can put on a cock ring. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, adding a vibrator and even the humming noises can create that vibration. So, um, even humming a song. Mm-hmm. So all that, um, adds different sensations to, to a blowjob that can be fun, you know, and pleasurable to a partner. Now I will say, you know, I keep talking about the frenulum, just like clits can get overstimulated. Frenulums can too, especially if they're not used to having certain areas stimulated like that. So of course, check in and, you know, uh, the, the partner, the, um, receiver will definitely, you know, let you know by their, you know, body movements and, and moans and whether they like it or not. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, so everybody deserves pleasure or all bodies deserve pleasure. That 
I think more than ever, I think there's there's this conversation about not even so much body positivity anymore, but just like true acceptance. Uh, mm-hmm. And and um, and so, do you feel like the the shift has come where this idea of of pleasure is built into this this sense of worthiness of like you know my body is worthy of pleasure. Like there is no no look or no thing, you know, no, no special qualifications where then you get pleasure. It's like, no, every, all bodies deserve pleasure. Right. Totally. I mean, I will, I definitely think we have a long way to go for, um, the whole, you know, society to be on board for pleasure and openness and acceptance. Um, but yes, all bodies deserve pleasure. Um, I, I see all too often, um, you know, it's like when fat people are enjoying themselves or have pleasure that people can't handle that. And then you get all these troll, you know, all these people just saying all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, everybody deserves it, you know, and it's, it's, it's honestly a great part of life. It's one of the, the, you know, good things I think that we have, um, access to, especially mm-hmm. if it's taken care of, right. And nurtured, right. And, you know, um, talked about in a positive way, I think, you know, it could definitely be beneficial, um, for everybody. Yeah. Because again, pleasure, you know, outside of just sex, just like the pleasure to be yourself, the pleasure to be alive, to, to rejoice in whatever is, is bringing you enhancement and, and, uh, yeah. That, yeah. And it just doesn't have to be sex. Like you said, you know, we eat a great meal or good food or a promotion at work or, Something, anything that, you know, a new, a new life in the family, whatever, um, it, it all brings pleasure to our lives, fulfillment. Um, and yeah, sex should not be neglected in that aspect. Yeah. Something I was thinking about when we were talking about the clit earlier is, is this myth and I don't know where that came from, um, that you like the clit is hard to find. Like, it's like some, like, you know, you're going on some great treasure quest for the mysterious clit. <laughs> It's like, it's really like pretty evidence, you know? Right. I mean, and I think it's because of, for what, years and years of people trying to erase it. Mm-hmm. You know, still to this day, people, unfortunately, there's, you know, mutilation and all this other stuff that, so still people are trying to control. Right. And um, again, in porn and stuff, you just see that penetration, there's no clit, you know, being touched, all that stuff. So, you know, as much as people are saying they're trying to find it, I think people are trying to learn how to use it correctly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Yeah. And, you know, I think there's with, with, uh, you know, honoring your pleasure is, you know, the sex, the sex positivity and how that is and also great sex in your bedroom is, you know, is like being, having an attitude that, even if you choose to live a conservative life and not have sex till marriage and, and, you know, mm-hmm. but that the idea that it's, you know, other adults have the right to have joyful consenting sex, whatever that looks like for somebody else. Yes. A hundred percent. And I, I, I agree with that because like you said, it's perfectly okay if someone wants to wait till marriage or whatever they view they want in their life. Um, but yeah, not, trying to control someone else, another, like you said, consenting adult should not have to, you know, go through hoops because someone else who's not in the bedroom, who you, not even on the same side of the country, you know, none of that has nothing to do should control like, you know, anything like that. So, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I feel like there, you know, the like you were saying when we were on break that you had to like change your IG name, you know, mm-hmm. to deal with the sensory bullshit and and um it, it yeah, it is this idea. It's funny. It's it's probably it's not that the clit is hard to find. It's like you're saying like we we make sex education and information and sex positivity hard to access because I think yeah. it's it's a great deal of empowerment when we have that like ownership and awareness and yeah how are you showing up to kind of retaliate would you say or like get get the word out despite uh well I you know I'm on my fifth IG and I'm not stopping you know I did um I guess you know now we have to sort of censor certain words which I think again is participating in this shamey you know, society that we have, unfortunately, now, um, you know, we have to spell sex differently and orgasm and all that stuff. Um, I think we're, you know, we're going on to the year 20, what, 22. So I feel like at this point, the government and these agencies, the the social media platforms should be able to differentiate Mm -hmm. education versus this you know, um, sex abuse, um, sex trafficking, all of that, because come on now. I mean, you literally can take a look at someone's profile and, um, you know, see what's going on. Okay. Um, but I, you know, I guess it's just, it's, it's an uphill battle, but I I think we're chipping away at it for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, because like you said in the beginning, there is more access now mm-hmm. to sex education than I mean ever mm-hmm. that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, so I feel very hopeful about the direction things are ultimately going, that people are out there, they are we're giving away information mm-hmm. because I want people to have I want people to hear these conversations. I want to make this stuff accessible. Yeah. And, you know, I know so many people like yourself, yeah, it's like, you know, it's it's out there. And I feel like the the more we all just keep showing up and saying it it's you know it's like you can't quiet all of us down (laughs) right yeah I mean I try to have conversations as much as I can I wear Mm t-shirts I wear vibrator necklaces and statement pieces that you know oh what's that around your neck and up well you opened up yourself you know I give vibrators to for gifts and lube and all this stuff like I want to spread that that message you know far and wide Mm -hmm. um, because it was something that I think I needed to know when I was younger, because like I said, I was having sex and I was engaging in this activity, but clearly I wasn't getting fulfilled or satisfied from it. So I'm trying to be who I was or who I needed when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I wish I had these platforms to um, let me know that, you know, my pleasure is important and for me to learn my body. Like I said, I never even knew any of that. And I think it's really important for us to learn that because um, you know, I have a relationship with our health department here and, um, you know, kids are coming in younger and younger, younger, um, you know, girls and, you know, oh, I just did it cause he wanted it. And you're like, Ugh. you know what I mean? Well, you know, no, no orgasms again, no clit touching, uh, nothing, no, no, even foreplay kissing. It's just penetration. And, you know, so I, I really think it's important for everyone to know this knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, the ability to to make better choices, right? Like, that if you are going to do this, that yeah, that you're you're taking into account what brings me joy, and what you know, what brings me pleasure and that I'm not just like going through the motions, because I think this is what's supposed to happen. Yeah, I think these conversations are so important to just 
unraveling shame, you know, like shame is, is, does us no service. Um, I feel like shame is, is where the unhealthy sides of, of sex trafficking and sex abuse occur because of shame, because of secrecy. Um, and so I think, yeah, these, these conversations of bringing our sexuality to the light is how not only do we have pleasure in our lives, but I think we'll, you know, can unravel then and, and ultimately eliminate the, the like CD side of, uh, of sexuality coming out in, in ways that are unhealthy. Cause it's, you know, then it's really just about power and it goes back to like, Oh, we're going to try to control. We're going to try to quiet this down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And knowledge is power, you know? And I think, you know, people, when they can take control of their life and their sexual life, you know, take, take their power back from other people, you know, trying to control it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we have just a few minutes left. What would you like to leave our audience with? Hmm. Um, again, uh, I just really wish that everyone would seek experience that are more pleasure fulfilled and pleasure based and just solely orgasm focused. Um, that it's okay to experiment and bring new fun things into the bedroom um, like I say, you might not like it, you might, um, but it still adds to this overall like fun Pandora's box that you can open up and, um, yeah, just try to educate yourself. If there's something that you are curious about or want more knowledge on, go seek it out. You know what I mean? Hire a sex educator, hire a a sex therapist, um, you know, pay for the podcast and support and donate to these, these kind of platforms. Um, because it's really necessary. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for that. Um, definitely check out the website. There is some great sex toys on there that she has personally gone through and like curated this collection. Um, so it's excite me mm-hmm. and it's E X X X I T E M E.com. It's excite me on Twitter and it's excite me on Instagram with the E X dot X dot X and then the I T E M E. And, uh, thank you so much for being on. It has been such a pleasure. And I, I'm just like, I love this conversation. So. Yes. Um, thank you for having me. Um, I, this conversation is great. Hey, if you want to do a part two, I'm all down for it. Yes. Yes. I'm thinking we need to do like a, a, somehow a podcast sex toy party. I don't know what that out, but (laughs) show some sex toys on camera and show you how they work. Yes. (laughs) I love it. Well, you have been listening to Linnea Marie, sex educator, sex coach, and you can find her also on Facebook at Linnea Marie. That's L I N N E A M A R I E. Um, advocate for self love and sex positivity. Thank you so much for being here and talking with us today. Yes, thank you. And I am Christiane Belly, your intimacy architect, and we have unbuckled some great stuff. I hope you go forth and have some fun engaging in your pleasure because you deserve pleasure in all the ways that bring you joy. Take care. Till next time. Thank you for listening to Unbuckled. You can join Christy Ann Bella for another program with amazing guests, stories, and advice every week on the Voice America Variety Channel. Be sure to check out our new show coming soon.